0: Hi, hello, and welcome to Solo Sisters. I'm Erica, And I'm Kerr. And today we're talking about the death penalty. And our view on it. Yeah. And what scripture says. Yeah. Cool, that was easy. <laughs> Let's get into it. <laughs> so we know the death penalty
1: isn't, like, the happiest subject to talk about. But I think Christians should learn about it, should learn why it has been a... Uh, what's the word I want? It's been a historical way to execute justice for hundreds and hundreds of years, not just in America, but in other countries as well. And I... I think, like all words, many nations have a version of it. It just depends on whether it's a just way of executing capital punishment or not. And if you follow what scripture says about it, there is a biblical way to execute capital punishment appropriately. Should we define what capital punishment is, or do you assume that most people know what it is? I would
0: think most people know what capital punishment is.
1: I would hope so. I mean, if not, go Google it. Maybe not Google it. Duck, duck, go it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um But scripture has a lot to say about capital punishment, so it's, if it's important to God, it should be important to us. Um... However, I've heard the argument a lot from more of um, progressive Christians where they'll read Acts 20 and they'll say, well, in the Ten Commandments, we have one of the commandments saying, thou shall not murder. And then it goes on to say, like it gives off a bunch of reasons as to why someone would be given the death penalty or capital punishment. <laughs> so they would argue that God is being inconsistent in his word.
0: Right, but I would say that there's a difference between murder and killing. Yes, agreed. Mm-hmm. I don't think that capital punishment would qualify under what the Lord deems as murder. Yes. Because if if so, then what about all the times that the Lord instructed people to go fight? Right. Did David sin by killing Goliath?
1: Did he unjustly Mm -hmm.
0: murder Goliath, or was it a justified killing and not necessarily a murder? Right. So it's Mm -hmm. just some things like that, you have to be consistent in your argument there, too. Mm -hmm.
1: I would agree with that. Um, But yeah, I think Christians should look into Scripture more and see what Scripture says about it, because we're given a whole list of reasons of certain crimes um, that... In order for justice to be executed in God's eyes, capital punishment would be the result. So, like, things like murdering another innocent person, or prostitution and rape. And, um, there's a whole list of them. Kidnapping is one of them. Mm -hmm. Bestiality is one of them. Adultery. Homosexuality. Being a false prophet. Prostitution and rape. I already said that one. So, like, you can find all of these throughout Exodus and Leviticus. Um, specifically, Exodus 21 and 22. Because it's right after the Ten Commandments are given in Exodus 20. And then Leviticus 20 um, and Deuteronomy 13 and Deuteronomy 22. is where we're given all of those different things. Which is great. So, go look it up for yourself. But, I don't think we... Christians need to be very careful at what laws they keep from the Old Testament, because truly we're only supposed to keep the ones that are confirmed in the New Testament. Would you agree with that?
0: Yeah. If it wasn't fulfilled by Christ, or if it wasn't... Yeah, I would say... Yeah, if it wasn't fulfilled by Christ, or express to follow it in a certain
1: type of way,
0: mm-hmm.
1: then we should so follow it today. Mm-hmm. And I don't see that in the New Testament. Right. We don't see God saying, hey, we're done with the death penalty. Like, you can clearly see that with, like, the um, the kosher laws. That's very clear throughout Scripture. Like, this was for the time of the Old Testament period, and then God specifically addresses it in the New Testament, says, hey, I created all things good, so eat whatever the heck you want, kind of thing. Right. Whereas with the death penalty, we see it being confirmed in the New Testament. Whereas, again, a lot of progressive Christians would argue that in the New Testament, it's all about grace and loving each other and blah, 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 blah. However, they're the same people who would argue that abortion is a good thing for women's rights. So don't even get me started. But anyway, um, and you can read about that in Acts 25 when Paul is in front of Caesar Um, and Paul says in in verse 10, starting in verse 10, but Paul said, I am standing before Caesar's tribunal where I ought to be tried to the Jews. I have done no wrong as you yourself know very well. If then I am a wrongdoer and have committed anything for which I deserve to die, I do not seek to escape death. But if there is nothing to their charges against me, no one can give Give me up to them. I appeal to Caesar. So right there, we have Paul appealing to the law, saying, if there is something in which I have done that is deserving of death according to the law, he should be given death as a result. And
0: if Christ was spared the death penalty, then Mm -hmm. we would have no grace, we would have no forgiveness of sins. So God the Father saw that the death penalty was needed for mm-hmm. his son in order to bring justice for us sinners. That's right. That's so right. If you deny the death penalty, then you deny that the work of the Lord, that the work of Christ is sufficient. Right. Or that it was even good.
1: Right. And mm-hmm. I
0: have heard professing Christians say that. Mm-hmm. that it that It's very they unjust would, or whatever, yeah. Yeah, it was unjust and it's like divine child abuse, which I would I would argue those people have a really... Narrow way of thinking of scripture, they don't understand mm-hmm. the Bible. I would probably say that they're not saved. Obviously, I don't know all of them; not going to say right, right, for right, all of right. them. Mm-hmm. But in to say that the cross wasn't good is a horrible misunderstanding of what the cross right. is actually for. Mm-hmm. And to say that God is a child, God the Father is a child abuser, is horribly misunderstanding God the Father and his traits. And mm-hmm. so you don't actually know the Father. Yeah, but. That's yeah, right. I think I, th- and being for the death penalty also doesn't mean that there is no grace, that there is no mercy. Right. And that we, we expect the death penalty for every single thing. Like just because somebody in the old Testament was a homosexual and that was deserving of the death penalty back then doesn't mm-hmm. mean that I think that we should execute it in all cases today. Right. Right. I think that there should be an opportunity for repentance because God did that with David. Mm -hmm. David committed adultery and David committed murder. So two things that were commanded to Mm -hmm. be put to death for and God allowed him to have an opportunity to repent because and still be a king. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. So just because it is commanded to have the death penalty for these things doesn't excuse mercy or doesn't
1: excuse grace. Right. Mm-hmm. I would agree with that and I think to go back to your point of like misunderstanding the cross because of having a poor view of death penalty and scripture as a whole it it affects so much of essential doctrines for believers that you can have a completely different gospel. You can have a completely different religion because of that because if you view the cross as something that was unjust, that was, um, that was purely evil against Jesus, then what you're saying is that Jesus, or that the Father had no participation in the cross, that the Father didn't pour his wrath on Jesus, or you're saying that the Father is evil and wanted to pour his wrath on his own son, and that he rejoiced in it, For the sake of being wrathful. Like, you can get into all these... You can... If you try to be consistent with that perspective, you can get into some crazy, crazy theology that has no power to save. Right. It affects your view of Christ. It affects the your christological perspective and it elevates
0: it elevates you and your morality you think mm-hmm. that you can outjust god yes that you are the arbiter of justice that you mm-hmm. are the definer of justice that you are the deliverer of justice and that is so not true right
1: mm-hmm.
0: so yeah i i think that my position is pretty simple mm-hmm. we uphold what Scripture says, and
1: we allow for mercy, just like God did yes. with with so many people. Yes, and I think, I mean, as a society, as a nation, we obviously don't do this well because our government has forsaken Scripture as its authority today. Um, so of course, we're we have like this horrible view of justice in our governmental systems, for lack of a better term, because they have forsaken the word of God and have defined what good and evil is on their own terms. Sound familiar? We've been doing it since the garden. So, of course, we want to fight for proper execution of the death penalty, and I think Scripture is pretty dang clear on who is deserving of it, and I don't think it's harsh for humans to execute the death penalty justly especially thinking like we see so much evil in the world today but think of how think of how much less (laughs) how much less evil there would be in the world if we actually executed the death penalty as god has designed if we executed the murderers the kidnappers Those who commit bestiality and adultery, homosexuality, false prophets, and prostitutes, and rapists. Think of how much less evil there would be in the world. We're just... When we take things into our own hands and say, No, these people just deserve jail time or fines or whatever. But then we're okay with murdering the innocent baby in the womb. That is so opposite.
0: Right, you're giving them the death penalty. Mm -hmm. And for what? For somebody else's sins. Right. Because we like to... I mean, we talked about this in the abortion episode. um, But we like to use rape victims as, like, pawns Mm -hmm. for excusing an evil act. Yes. And... Or the garbage excuse of... Well, if you outlaw abortions, then it's only going to send them underground. Okay, or hear me out, we could follow the law mm-hmm. and not kill innocent babies. So if just, I can turn that around. If we outlaw your systemic racism that mm-hmm. you believe in, they're still going to be racist. So why try? Mm-hmm. So why do it? And they'll exactly. get upset at that. And because mm-hmm. it's not logical. Yes. And, well, one, I don't think that we have systemic racism. I think that there are racists in the country. I think that there are, people, there are people who are racist, but as a whole, I don't agree. Yeah, in terms of our
1: systems and institutions and such.
0: Correct. There's always yeah. going to be people that don't like certain people of a different race or a different color or a different gender. There's always going to be mm-hmm. people like that because there is disunity because of the fall and there is sin. Mm-hmm. But we, and we do fight against that. Mm-hmm. But we don't make up these things and then try to outjust God. Right. And that's the whole, that's my biggest thing with, like, if you're a Christian and you don't agree with the death penalty, that's fine. I'm I'm okay with that as opposed to being okay with abortion. I can get on board with, yes. better with Christians yeah. who say they don't like the death penalty as opposed to someone who's like, no, I don't. I'm, I'm anti-abortion, but I'm pro-choice. What does mm-hmm. that even mean?
1: Yes. What does that even mean? So you're, you're pro just the woman being able to choose, but she can choose incorrectly in your worldview? Don't understand. Like, I don't,
0: and it just doesn't make any sense. It's not consistent, but with the death penalty, there was a time when I was against it, because I didn't have Mm -hmm. an understanding of how God viewed it. Yep. I thought that it was rude, because, well, honestly, I didn't even understand the death penalty... Like, how it's executed in our government anyway. Yeah. I thought that if you got the death penalty, you'd be dead, like, within the month. Right. You know? And it takes freaking forever. And it takes forever. So I was like, well, that's not allowing somebody to have an opportune time to come to repentance. Right. But that's a lie. Because if the Lord Mm -hmm. wanted you to come to repentance, he he would would have you do it. That is correct. Even if your Mm -hmm. death sentence was the next day. And so... Absolutely. That is putting the salvation into our own hands as well. So... I admit, I had a really poor view of this in, in the past, and yes. I'm sure I can still refine it in the future, mm-hmm. but I am... I am for the death penalty. I think that, obviously, the Lord is as well, Yes, and we don't forsake mercy. We don't forsake grace, and yes. I think that when you hear death penalty, so many people are just like, oh, that's evil,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and why? Like... Why is do that? Do you
1: think you are undeserving of death? Because last time I checked, scripture says the wages of sin is death. So if every every person that's ever existed is a sinner, therefore God is executing the death penalty on every person right. ever.
0: And this is why I'm for a theonomy all the way. <laughs> I'm not for a theocracy. I think that's a little too far. If you don't know what that is, maybe we can do an episode yes. on it. Yes. But I don't think that. We should be a theocratic state, but I do think that we should have a theonomy. Mm-hmm. I do believe that we should have the biblical law, is our law. Yes. And if if that was the case, then so many things we would have so many less issues. Yes. But for real, that would also mean that homosexuals would get the death get penalty. The death penalty. Mm-hmm. But there's grace, right? Or prostitution, or cetera, people who are yeah. And yeah. so it's just, like, I'm totally for it. I agree with the theonomy. I wish that we had it. I know that we never will.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> but oh, I, I
0: so wish that we did. Mm-hmm. Because it would rid so many people of so many issues. Yes. We would get rid of abortion. Mm-hmm. We would get rid of... Um, unjust marriage Mm -hmm. a homosexual marriage we would get rid of the false prophets so a lot of the major churches that are open right now would be closed because those people would be out of a job Mm -hmm. now if they came to repentance we don't need to execute the death penalty Mm -hmm. and that's the i think that's the point of the death penalty is to allow
1: is to To hurry repentance right uh, basically not in the not in a way where it's insincere, but it creates a sense of, like, how real your sin is. Mm-hmm. The weight of your sin. mm mm-hmm. it, it, like, like, in Scripture, we're commanded over and over, like, today turn to God and repent. Right. Emphasis on today. Not to, like, hold it off until you feel really bad about it or... Hold it off until the person is receptive of your apology or whatever. Like, you repent to God the moment when you understand that you are commanded to. Even if you don't feel it, but you know, like, God says this is wrong. I may not feel remorse over it, but my acknowledging this as sin, knowing that God wants me to do the opposite of whatever it is, or just turning away from whatever that sin is, God is going to be honored and glorified in that, and your heart will begin to change just by recognizing, like, I know God doesn't want me to do that, even though I'm not, like, weeping over the sin currently. Hopefully, by being obedient to God, I will one day. Right. You know? You know what I mean? So. All that to say is we're for the death penalty. Right. (laughs) And we think it's biblical, and... So does
0: God. So does God, clearly,
1: (laughs) because he doesn't, if he's an immutable God and he commanded the death penalty at one point, that is still a way to execute justice today. And if you don't agree
0: with us, what is the fulfillment in the New Testament? Mm What, what is it that Christ fulfilled in the New Testament that doesn't allow us to execute, um, the law found in Exodus, Leviticus, and Deuteronomy? Mm Mm-hmm. So if, if there's a good argument for that out there, I'm open to hearing it yeah. and dialoguing with you. I just haven't heard one yet. Yep. I don't know of a fulfillment for the death penalty that Christ...
1: Right. I've only heard came. very emotional arguments with no verses to back it up. Right.
0: And that used to be me. Mm-hmm. 100%... Yes, yeah, me too. Me too. V- mm-hmm. ...being vulnerable here. And that's why I think I take a harder stance on this is because I knew what it was like to have a stance... So rooted in emotions and so excluded from scripture. Right, yeah. That it, I mean, who did it help? (laughs) Yeah. So, certainly not me and my own soul. Mm Mm-hmm. So. Very
1: true. Very true. Anyway. Um... Cool. That was that's it. I yeah, I don't have anything else to say. I right. I feel like that's pretty straightforward. Yeah. It, <laughs>
0: yeah, it is pretty straightforward and I don't want to like try to drag this out yeah. if
1: We don't need to. But
0: yeah. you guys got a shorter episode this week. Look at you. <laughs> Look at us not taking up an hour of your day. Uh-huh. That's weird.
1: <laughs> we usually steal all of your time.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Alright, cool. Well, hopefully this was helpful for you. If you're if you're on the fence about it, if you don't really know where you stand on it, that's totally fine. We recommend those verses that Kirsten read in the beginning of the podcast. Mm-hmm. And um, if you do if you disagree with us, totally let us know. Totally fine. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Okay, cool. Thanks for listening and talk at you guys next week on Glory Be to Christ. Bye.
1: Later.